This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 165, Submission 894. The return of the Shaggy Dog. The (laughs) return... The Return of the Shaggy Dog aired in two parts as part of the Disney Sunday movie on ABC on the nights of November 1st and November 8th, 1987. On the Disney Sunday movie, the Shaggy Dog is back. I'd like to know what's going on. In an all-new world premiere movie. You're a man. Not a dog. The king of the canines takes on an outrageous gang of dog nappers. I've come to rescue you. In a romantic comedy about real puppy love. Oh, he's perfect. The return of the shaggy dog. Well, guys, this, as you know, was my money in the bank pick. And this is... A TV movie that I hold near and dear to my heart. So let me explain, okay? All right. On the Disney Sunday movie, the two previous weeks, they aired the original Shaggy Dog, the 1959 movie with Fred. But they had to split it into two seasons. Two parts because Sunday Sunday movie is an hour long. An hour long. So they aired it in two parts. And then the following two weeks, they aired this. So Return they, of the Shaggy Dog. Return of the Shaggy Dog. So for an entire month, it was all Shaggy Dog themed on the Disney Sunday movie. But this doesn't have the same people as the original no. uh, Shaggy Dog. No, this is like 20 years later. Well, 28 years from the... But I mean, in the perspective of time, I, I'm guessing it's 20 years. Yeah, but it basically continues the story of the Shaggy Dog. Yes. And it, the title... It, the Return of the Shaggy Dog. Yes, and we're not counting the 1976 sequel with Dean Jones and Suzanne Plachette and Tim Conway, the Shaggy DA, is canon in this. Oh, by but, the way, Mike, do you know who was in the Shaggy DA as the villain? I, I don't know. Keenan Wynn. I was like, I'm about to say, oh. it's not Dean Jones. He already paid his dues as the Disney villain. Keenan Wynn was the villain in the Shaggy DA. By the, the guy way, that owned we, the Super Train? Yes. Uh, the guy that owned the Super Train was up against the guy who ran the Hawaiian Hideaway. Oh, yeah. And it was great. And Dick Van Patten was his henchman. Oh, God. This is this just gets even, this just gets even better then, doesn't it? And Joanne Worley's in it. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the Shaggy DA, sadly. Okay. For those who don't know the plot of the original movie of the Shaggy Dog, Will B. Daniels is a average American teenager in the late 50s, early 60s, who by circumstances collides with a table in the museum where he's chasing a girl. He reads the inscription on the fabled Borgia ring called In Canis Compore Transmuto, which turns him into... The Shaggy Dog. And surprise, surprise, the dog just happens to be the very dog that the girl he's chasing owns. Yeah. And 
And shenanigans happen. Ooh. And from what I understand, it's a very intelligent sheepdog who can think like a man, act like a man, and talk like a man. Walk like a man, talk like a man, walk like a man. But everybody, but everybody thinks he's a dog. Everyone thinks he's a dog, but it's actually a person. Yes. And he stays like a dog for like a great majority of the movie. I mean, he doesn't go cycle back and forth. Does it he? only cycles back and forth when someone reads the inscription on the ring. In Canis Corpore Transmuto. Yes. So in the long run, at the end of the movie, Wilby's no longer the shaggy dog. Yes. So I'm guessing at the end of the movie, he entrusted the ring to Professor Plumpkin. The name of the professor is actually Professor Plumpkin. Who kept it in safe storage. Not to be released under any circumstances. Yes. Which we'll get into the very reason why when we begin this movie. But let's go over, Chico, the cast. Oh, yes. Um, first of all, we have to talk about Wilby Daniels. Wilbur Wilby Daniels. Played by Gary Kroger at his Gary Krogeriest. And this would be Gary Kroger a couple of years removed from leaving SNL and... Still a few years from announcing Whammy, the all-new Press Your Luck. Well, another 16 years. Another 16 years, yes. Yeah. By the way, Whammy still is airing and reruns today on GSN at 8 in the morning on weekdays. Yes, but Saturday Night Live uh, seasons 6 through 10, you have to uh, download Peacock for that. Yes. But they're they're good seasons, except uh, for season... No, no, season 10 was... Season 10 was before the Robert Downey Jr. season. Okay, cool. Yeah. By the way, next year we're covering the Robert Downey Jr. season. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, speaking of Robert Downey Jr., he was in the remake of The Shaggy Dog in 2006. <laughs> oh, that's, that's for the Patreon. That's for the Patreon podcast. Yeah. Coming in 2025. Yes. Along with my uh, single, For the Sake of Smoothness. Anywho. Yeah. Okay, so we've already established everything except for the rest of the cast. We have Moochie, played by Todd Waring, who is from, well, oh, you know what he's from? Future Entry, Nothing in Common, the TV series. They made a movie about Nothing in Common, the movie. They made a TV series about Nothing in Common. He played Tom Hanks' character. Oh my god. Yeah. And we will talk about that. But you know what else he was on? What? Deep Space Nine. Okay. And Greg. What? He was on an episode of Wings. Oh! Hey! <laughs> hey, Mike! Oh, no. Did you know that I love Wings? Hey, really? did you know that Greg loves Wings? I love Wings. It made Tony Shalhoub's career. Not many people could say that. So there you go. Yeah. And fun fact, Wilby is the older brother to Moochie, but Gary Kroger is two years younger than Todd Waring. Go figure. Huh. Now we have our two female leads. Okay, the first one, of course, is Betty, who is the uh, 
fiance. Fiance of Wilby, played by Michelle Little. She was a hot girl from that hot thing. Oh, so she was that girl from that thing. She's that hot girl from that thing. That hot girl from that thing. Yes, and uh, one of her roles was as Jane Conrad in Apollo thirteen. Oh. She was in Apollo 13. She was in Apollo 13. Wow. So, hey, let's talk about Tom Hanks some more. Anyway. And then our second one is Cindy Morgan, who is known, probably best known as Lacey Underall in Caddyshack. Yeah, but there's one other thing she was in. What's that? She was in Tron. Oh, yeah, she played Laura slash Yori. Yes! Unfortunately, does not reprise the role in Tron Legacy. No. Boom. By by the way, Tron had a pinball machine, and I just played it today. Oh, how good is it? It's good. It's good? Looks good. Looks good? Looks good. Looks really good? It looks good! Oh, it looks good! (laughs) It looks good! Oh, it looks good! It looks good. Oh, it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. I will add that she did, however, have a voice in the Tron 2.0 video game. Yeah, for the Xbox. Nice. And PC. It was a, it was a PC game. Yeah, it was, it was on PC. That would be another thing. I saw the PC. I saw the PC copy. That would be another thing. And it was a thing on PC coming in 2028. <laughs> and then you have Professor Plumkit. Played by Jack Ammon. Who, he basically Colin Baker's in the movie as Professor Plunkett. Um, Except he, he doesn't turn into Sylvester McCoy. No, he just dies and stays dead. And, yeah. He, he, yeah, one scene. And he was that guy in that thing. And his two caretakers, Myra and Carl. Carl wait, wait, wait. You didn't even say who, the, who played the professor. I did, Jack Ammon. Nope. And then we have the two British caretakers of Professor Plumkett. The first one, Gavin Reed, he plays uh, Carl, who is just a dummy. He's a dummy. He, he is, is not too bright. He is yes, an he idiot. Is. He's a fool. He's rather silly, isn't he? Yeah. And. Unfortunately, he died in 1990s. Oh. But he was the director in Tootsie. Oh! Mm -hmm. He was in Tootsie! You know who else was in Tootsie, Mike? Who else was in Tootsie? If you say Tom Hanks, I'm going to It was not Tom Hanks. George Gaines, Mike! Hunker? 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 Tell Hunk. Sherry to not go in the refrigerator. Don't go Hunk in the refrigerator, Sherry. <laughs> Don't go in the refrigerator. Tell Sherry to please not go in the refrigerator, Punky. And his partner, Myra, is played by Jane Carr, who you best remember as the incredibly horny British leader of the one-to-one club on Dear John. Oh, Dear John. She Hell. was thirsty. She was thirsty. By the way, if wings didn't exist, this would Dear John would be my wings. Dear John is dear, well, yeah, it, it wouldn't be way my wings. It'd be my everything would be my dear John if it wasn't for wings. Porque no los dos, Greg. 
I never knew Greg had such feelings for Dear John. And fun fact, plays the voice of the Queen on an episode of Teen Titans Go. Oh, wow, Teen Titans Go. Yeah. Well, she also portrayed Grandma Winifred Fletcher on Phineas and Ferb. Ooh. So she's basically doing voices, whatever you need, like a prim and proper British actress to play a prim and pro- proper British elder, she's your gal. Yeah, she's done quite a bit of voice work looking at this. Mm-hmm. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Kim Possible, Family Guy. Yeah, she's yep. quite the diverse uh, voiceover uh, resume. Oh, and one other thing we need to add. Hey, Greg. Yeah. She was on Wings. Oh, growl. Two people in this movie were on Wings. See, I knew I picked a winner. <laughs> there you go. Happy birthday, Greg. Anyway, now, I'm not going to go over all the people who are in this movie, but if there are two people that I have to acknowledge, as they are people of great import, and, that, and they are the two people who play Betty's parents. Betty's mom is played by Kay Callan, who plays Martha Kent on Lois and Clark. Betty's dad is played by legendary actor, host, and broadcaster Jim McCrell. Wow. Oh, we know who he is. I think we all know who he is. If you don't know who he is, you are listening to the wrong podcast, my friend. Yeah. Well, he played Guy Corbin on uh, the Grab That Dough episode of of the Golden Girls. Grab That Dough. Classic episode. Who's going to grab today? I'm going to grab today, Guy. Wonderful, Dorothy. You ought to make quite a haul with those meat hooks. (laughs) Okay. I want to get into two people behind the scenes that were involved in this. Okay. Okay. The director of this movie is a man by the name of Stuart Gillard, who is best known, Chico, for directing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Turtles in Time? Yes, Turtles in Time, even though it's never been officially referred to as Turtles in Time, except on the Blu-ray for some reason. Except on the Blu-ray for some reason, but yeah. Probably because the people who designed the Blu-ray were just playing that video game. And the guy who co-wrote this movie. Oh, gosh. This is probably the most famous person involved in this movie. No doubt the most famous person that we've talked about on this podcast. Well, no, Jennifer Lawrence is... Jennifer Lawrence and Helen Mirren. I I keep forgetting we're talking about Jennifer Lawrence and Helen Mirren, but yeah, who is this guy? Paul Haggis! Academy Award winning, Emmy Award winning, Gemini Award winning for our Canadian friends, co-creator of Walker, Texas Ranger, and co-writer of Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, and Million Dollar Baby and Crash. The latter two went back to back and belly to belly at the Oscars. Back to back! Thank you, John Sterling. No problem. But holy cow. He won Oscars. He won Emmys. He won a Gemini. He worked on We Are the World 25 for Haiti. And we're talking about his work on Return of the Shaggy Dog. Yes. You are just amazing. 
Well, yeah, but one more thing. He also guest starred in an episode of Wings. Are you kidding what? me? Yeah, I'm kidding. I just want to see how you'd react. <laughs> oh. But he was involved in the facts of life, so. Yeah. Okay. So, now we have the main story and the main characters out of the way. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's get into it. Okay, so, th- so about 17 years after the events of the Shaggy Dog. I did the research. You'd be so proud of me, Greg. 17 years after the events of the Shaggy Dog, Professor Plumkin is on his deathbed, and he is bequeathing his two caretakers, Carl and Myra, his most treasured possession. His dog! His dog. They're like, oh, we'd love to take care of your dog. But he explains... That the dog is not just any dog. It's a descendant of Lucretia Borgia, the person in the painting, and the person responsible for the infamous Borgia ring. So Lucretia Borgia owned the dog. Owned the dog. And that dog, the dog of uh, Professor Plumkin, is a direct descendant of Lucretia Borgia's dog. Yes! And then there is the matter of the ring, which possesses powers beyond your comprehension. It is priceless. It must go to will be. And then he dies. Will be. And then he drops the ring into the, what is it, the furnace? Uh, I don't know what that is. Into some type of register, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. some sort of uh, grating. Yeah. So then, then they're like, "Will be? Who's will be? I don't know." Well, I'll tell you exactly who will be is. Will be's a lawyer. Yeah, that's right. Will be Daniels is a lawyer now. Yeah, you have to forget. You know, this works best if you forget the events of the Shaggy DA. Please yeah. forget the events of the Shaggy DA. Yeah. But yes. Wilby's a lawyer. He's got a good practice. He's got a, a beautiful girlfriend, a beautiful fiance. A bit neurotic, I I would find. You're going to find out this later, Mike. But she, she is a little bit touched in the head, you see. Yeah. Well, she can't even drive that well. Yeah. We, we're watching the movie as, as we're going along here. And she's just driving. And like she's running through cones. She's running through construction. Like, well, come on, Betty. What are you doing? Well, she can dance with the best of them because Betty uh, is a dance instructor. She's a dance instructor. Yeah. She's too busy dancing to learn how to drive. And it just so happens that her dance studio is right near his law firm. Oh, by the way, did we mention that Wilby is letting his brother Moochie use his law firm because Moochie's an advertising executive? And he's casting. You're not going to believe this, Chico. I he, can't believe it already. He's casting a dog for a dog food commercial. It's a dog for his dog food commercial. Yes. And there are dogs all over the office. Yeah. And dog moms. Dog moms. It's crazy. And Moochie just feels bad about this whole thing. But, you know. Because Wilby is, Wilby's a real one. He's yeah. willing to overlook all of this. He really is. 
because he's overlooking it because remember, Moochie is responsible for saving his life. Yep. In the shaggy dog. So mm-hmm. there you go. Because as you know, it would be fresh in your mind if you watched the previous two weeks of the Disney Sunday movie. Yep. Now that Professor Plumkin is, well, dead, Myra and Carl are busy looking for the famed Borgia ring. And eventually they find it. But what would they do with it? Uh, Except, well, Myra and Carl are crooks and they want to sell it for money. Yeah, of course. They want to sell it for money. Because why not? So they look at the ring. They find the ring. They yeah. look at the ring. And and what's the first thing they notice? Oh, there's an inscription on the ring. In, In Canis Corpore Transmuto. And then the Borgia dog disappears. And all of a sudden, uh-oh. Wilby Daniels has now become the Shaggy Dog again. Oh no! But he doesn't know he's the Shaggy Dog yet. No, he's no, he is basically going through his day gawking at Betty through her dance studio. And Betty's like, "That's a dog. That's a dog. Why is there a dog? He's waving at me, but why is there a dog in his law office? Huh?" And the dog's wearing glasses. The dog's wearing his glasses. And then he turns, he looks at the picture of Betty, and he sees his reflection as the dog. He's like, oh! Oh, God. But remember, Moochie's distracted with the person that's in his office because they're talking about getting a dog for needing his... Moochie really needs a dog. They still need a dog for Moochie's dog food commercial. And and they turn around and it's like, oh, you're looking for a dog like that one? And there's the dog. There's the shaggy dog. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Meanwhile, Betty's still hung up on the fact that a dog was coming onto her from across the street. Betty tells her friend, like, I just saw the strangest thing. There was a dog in Wilby's law office, and he was waving at me. Mike is already losing it. He's like, okay, right now. Check out. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Well, Moochie's trying to get his client out of the office so he can figure out what's going on with Wilby. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what's going on with Wilby. Wilby's a dog. Wilby's a dog, and someone has read the inscription, and they gotta figure out what the hell's going on here. And meanwhile, Betty comes from across the street, trying to figure out why there was a dog in her fiance's law office waving at her. I know. So they're trying to figure out how are we gonna get you out of here, Wilby? Oh, I got a great idea. Get you out through the fire escape. Yeah, that'll work. But meanwhile, there is a director of the dog commercial that Moochie is working on. And her name is Laura. And she is, oh my god, she is a tomato. Let me tell you. I'm sorry to say that, but there's only one way I can describe her. She is a tomato. 
Yowza, yowza. So, <laughs> while Laura, who is the director, is driving up and finding Moochie, still looking for a dog for her commercial, mind you. She's like, oh, you found the dog. I can't believe, Moochie, you found the dog. Yep. But Moochie's like, oh, he's not a dog. He's a... He's a dog. Yeah. But he's a bad dog. He's not going to work. And Laura's just not having any of this. It's like, no, 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 I'll take her. I'll take her. No, no. It's my dog. It's my responsibility. But what's his, what's the dog's name? Oh, the dog's name is Wilby. He he couldn't come up with a fake name for the dog. And And this is where all the sources of our trouble. This is where things get confusing. This is where you literally have to start paying attention to everything. Yes. Because, of course, now Wilby, as the dog, gets into Laura's car. But Betty overhears Moochie saying, You can't go with her, Wilby! Uh, Wilby, you, you, you can't go with her. You, you can't go with her, Wilby! Wilby? Yeah, Betty's hearing her from the law office. I'm not quite sure how she got in there to begin with, but uh, whatever. Anywho, Laura's bringing Wilby to her place, which is a nice-looking place. I mean, you, you like these mid-colonial dealies. And she's driving a BMW. How, 80, how 1987 of you. Oh, yeah. It's not quite a Yugo, but I mean, still. So she is going to introduce Wilby to her two rescues, Ace and Bandit. Now, with names like Ace and Bandit, you expect them to be nice and cuddly, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're not nice and cuddly. No. No, they're breed to kill. So Wilby jumps back into the Beamer. (laughs) Yuppie. Candy Apple Red, yuppie Beamer car. He rolls the windows. And he rolls the windows. <laughs> and I will. And 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 while we're talking about this, you notice that that uh, Wilby does a lot of things with his hands, right? Yes. They don't look like. I mean, they're supposed to be dog hands, obviously. But they don't look like dog hands. No. They look a little too long to be dog hands. No. The obvious special effects bakery is obvious. I mean, come on. Yeah. Dog hands. Pause. 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 Well, the, the problem is, you know, dogs don't have opposable thumbs. Yeah. 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 True. And also, the Beamer may have had power windows, for all you know. Is a Beamer, for heaven's sake. No, he, no we saw him cranking that. Yeah, he cranked, cranked the window. window. This oh my god, that's talented. That's a talented dog. Oh, he'll be so oh, much more talented later. You don't on know the, the half of it, Mike. You don't know the half of it, Mike. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> me, meanwhile, oh, Pooch. Oh, hold up. Oh, Laura's trying to have Wilby eat the, the bowl full of dog food for the commercial. And he's like, no. He keeps pushing it back like she Ugh. puts on the she puts on the sexy voice, and yeah, he's not having it. It's like, I don't care that you're Cindy Morgan. I'm not going to eat this ball of dog food because I'm a human who's turned into a dog. Yep. 
And then she threatens to feed him to Ace and Panther. Or maybe not. I don't know. But he ends up eating it. But now Moochie's trying to sweet talk Laura into giving Will be back. Hey. How about you? Yeah, he's sick. He's going to die. He's got two weeks. (laughs) He's got two weeks. I have to take him to a specialist in Geneva. Geneva. <laughs> he couldn't pick any city in America. He had to pick Geneva. In Geneva? <laughs> oh, only the best dog experts. Oh, only the best dog experts? Yeah. In you Geneva. want money, you go to the vet that's in Geneva. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Mike, here's your question. Wilby's trying to open the door. And he says, you never appreciate your thumbs until you lose them. But Laura finds Wilby and is like, oh, why would you open that door, silly? And close. Oh, yeah. Because that's... Meanwhile, she is... uh... Oh, she's getting a shower. (laughs) So now... She's getting a shower, which provides ample time for uh, Moochie to... To improvise a daring rescue of uh, of Wilby here, so, it doesn't go well. No, it does not go well at not all. Not even that. Not even because Muchi falls into a trash can, but because Laura comes out of the shower Woo-hoo! in her towel. Oh, but meanwhile, our villains, Myra and Carl. Are getting the the Borgia ring appraised, and suffice it to say, he's very skeptical about it. He wants yeah. to see the ring, and he wants to uh, see the inscription on the ring. All the while, Wilby is trying to improvise his own rescue through the laundry the chute. chute. Yeah, the laundry chute. He's gonna make a run for it, and at the same time, the appraiser is reading. The inscription. Oh no! And then all of a sudden, look! The dog is magically back! And Wilby is also magically back. Yeah. Oh, look who's in the basement! Ace it's and Ace Band- and Bandit! It's Ace and Bandit as Moochie's climbing into the window. And Moochie's trying to climb into the, uh... <laughs> to the bedroom. Bedroom of Laura. Looking for Wilby. <laughs> and Laura comes in wondering what, what the hell you... is Moochie doing underneath her bed? What are you doing here, Moochie? I Why? didn't know you got down like that. <laughs> it's a good thing this is 1987 and not 2021. But meanwhile, she's, she's trying to distract Laura as as Wilby's coming up from the laundry chute. Oh, this is this is this is just this is, this is just freaking gold. Oh my! Oh dear! God. Oh, but hold up a second! Oh dear God! Betty is driving with her mother, and they look <laughs> at the house. That and Wilby is climbing out of, a, of Laura's window. And Betty's mom is like, isn't that your fiancé? And remember, she said she overheard 
Moochie's saying, you can't go with her, Wilby. So she's like, what's going on here? Betty, Mrs. Fielding, boy, am I glad to see you. So they're driving off. They're, they're just... And, oh, and Laura's, ye- like, yelling, Wilby! Wilby, where are you? And she's... Wilby's like, oh, yeah, that's one of my clients. She's kind of nuts. I'd say more of an attorney-client privilege. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, um, oh, hold up. Meanwhile, we're at Betty's parents' house. Ah, uh, we're having dinner with the in-laws. Always awkward. So oh. here we are. Meanwhile, Moochie and Laura. Laura. Moochie and Laura. They're talking about, how could you have let Wilby go? If he doesn't show up in that commercial... My job's at stake. <laughs> so they need to find the dog for the commercial tomorrow. They need to find the dog for the commercial. But Wilby's the dog for the commercial. I know. Betty doesn't know that Wilby's the a dog. dog. Yeah. And Laura doesn't know that the that dog was- is Wilby. Unable to follow all this, you won't be after the following episode of Soap. Thank you, Rod Roddy. So, Wilby's trying to call Professor Plumkin's house, and Carl answers the phone. But because Carl is a moron, he has no idea what to tell him. So, it's up to Myra to uh, cover his tracks. The professors or Carl's, I'll just leave that one for you to decide. He's like, oh, the professor, he's just gone on a long walk. Yeah. Really long walk. A long walk to the grave, if you know what I mean. He's walking with the Lord now. That's where he's walking. But Betty wants to know what the heck is going on here. She knows nothing's going on, but... Yeah, why was that woman calling you Wilby? And meanwhile, Wilby's just like, well, you're the only woman in my life, okay? And all you have to do is trust me. Just... Trust me. Yeah, you have nothing to worry about, You got nothing to worry about. (sighs) Moochie, you have to find that ring! Yeah, find that ring. Something very strange is going on. I need some help. But, oh, they're talking about... They're talking about... Laura. Laura. But guess who picked up the phone is overhearing the conversation? Betty. Betty. We told... I, I, girl, I just told you to trust me, girl. Yeah. Why aren't you, tr- you trusting me? I told yeah. you to trust me. So Wilby tells Moochie, all right, please meet me at the Plumkit Mansion at 10 o'clock. So, oh, hold up a second. Carl's uh, looking Carl up looked- a Latin book to find out what the heck that inscription means. And remember the inscription. <clears throat> In canis, compare, compare, transmuto. It means into the form of a dog. But Carl is saying it very slowly. So the dog is both disappearing very slowly and Wilby is transforming also very slowly. Very, very slowly. There is feet first, obviously. Feet first. <laughs> and meanwhile, Mr. Fielding, 
Who, by the way, is played by Jim McCrell. Oh, yeah, he develops an allergy. Like, oh, yeah, he's he allergic a, to dogs. He's allergic to dogs. So it's like Fred McMurray's character of Wilby's dad in the first movie. <laughs> why does it smell like wet dog around here? Yeah, why does it smell like wet dog? Oh, now he's turned into the dog, and now he's underneath the table, and Betty's very pissed. Wilby Daniels, you come out from under that table right now. Oh, I just remembered something. Hmm. I got an emergency back at the office. Darn, I gotta run. Gee, thanks for the you. Willby Daniels, you come back here right now. Thanks for dinner. I love you. Get out from underneath the table. Get so out from underneath these. So we can talk about these yams here. Yeah, right from the, underneath these yams. These yams are very yam. Yeah, and he escapes with the with the tablecloth. And this is how part one ends, by the way, with the yeah. tablecloth. And now we slowly go into the second part of the next week. All right, here's... He's, at, he's the, at the Plunkett house. He's at the Plunkett house. And so are Carl and Myra. And they have to figure out what's the deal with the ring. And why does the dog always disappear? And why does the dog disappear? Because now they know know what the inscription on the ring means. The body of the dog transformed. The body of the dog... Edward didn't just disappear. He must have transformed into something. Or someone. And what they don't know is Wilby is listening in. Oh, but here comes Moochie! And they just leave the ring just laying out there and answer the door. Here's Moochie and here and Wilby just takes a good look and says, Oh, there's Moochie. Lady Moochie, gotta get the ring, man. Get the ring, turn me back. I get married, everybody's happy. And he doesn't I guess for some reason he doesn't notice the ring is right there next to the telephone. But he's like, oh, these two people, they sure seem like nice people. No, just because they're British doesn't mean they're nice. No! No, Moochie! British people are not automatically nice. Yeah, I think Simon Cowell taught us that one. How does he do that? See, he's mean, but he makes it fun. We appreciate your interest in Mystery Inc., Mr. Cowell. Every successful group requires hard work and determination. Identifying potential is what I do, and you have got it. Fred, you're the tank, the muscle. Cool. Daphne is the people person, the empath. Aww. And Velma's got the smarts and technical savvy. Thanks. But you two aren't even listening. You're eating a clownishly oversized sandwich. Like, sorry, man. You lost us at hard work and determination. But you got us back at sandwich. (laughs) Oh, Simon Cowell and... Gordon Ramsay taught us. And Ann Robinson. And Ann Robinson, that British people are not always nice. And the school teacher from Willy Wonka. Oh, that is true. We already talked about. He is a bastard. He was a bastard. Speaking of bastards, here's here's Wilby gnawing gnawing on Moochie's leg. Gnawing at Moochie's leg. See, Mike, this is what you missed. 
You missed it's a lot like, of great stuff. You had one job, Moochie. You had one, one job. Moochie, you had one job, and that's to get the ring from those two British people, and you failed. You? I can't believe you messed it up. I can't believe you're my brother. Here, dry yourself off and put on these pajamas. But <laughs> he puts on pajamas. He and he dries himself off. And, and there's Laura Laura's at the like... door. And she's like, why what? is my dog wearing pajamas? Yeah, Moochie. And you just want to say, decency? I don't know. Decency? If I see you in my place before the commercial, I'm calling the police. <laughs> the best part is because you're creepy as f right now. <laughs> the best part is it's raining outside, and she's holding a pan of whatever he's cooking. <laughs> uh, this 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 just gets better. This is so great. Okay, oh. so it's the next day, presumably oh. the day of both the commercial and the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, the commercial. Oh yeah, the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Because remember, Betty and Wilby are supposed to be getting married. Yeah. But but she's being baited by Betty by her friend to call Laura to figure uh, out what the hell is going on. I want to talk to Wilby. Well, you can't talk to Wilby. He's taking a bath right now. <laughs> uh. Now, if you are as absent-minded as these two ladies are, you're about to think that's just dirty. <laughs> if you were, if you were blind, you would have no idea. No. She was dirty, <laughs> so he's giving him a bath. For all which is what you do with a dirty dog. For all Betty knows, Laura has the wordplay of Ty look well. (laughs) (laughs) Ten points for the callback, Greg. (sighs) So Betty goes to Laura's house! (laughs) As in comes Wilby, he's like, Oh, Betty, I gotta get out of here! (laughs) And Betty's like, where is Wilby? Where is Wilby? Uh, oh, one thing oh, we forgot to mention. Oh, what, one thing what, we forgot to mention. We forget to mention. When Laura ran into Moochie, Moochie made it a point to say that Betty mistreat Wilby, the dog. What? Betty made oh. uh, Betty mistreats Wilby, the dog. Why did Moochie say that? I don't know why he said that, <laughs> but now we're seeing the payoff from that sort of throwaway gag. Oh my! Because God. in comes Betty, and Laura's like, "Moochie told me about how you treat Wilby," <sighs> and she's oh, talking Betty, about oh. getting married to Wilby. Oh yes, yes. Laura's still thinking about the dog. Laura's still thinking, but and he's, he's like, "Okay, if you're into that sort of thing." Laura but I thinks know. that. That Betty is into some weird stuff. And Betty just wants to know where Wilby is. Yeah, because she loves him. 
but, the, but, but now she's having second. Now she's starting to have second thoughts. It's like, yeah. okay, my parents wanted me to marry this person. Maybe I should have married him instead of. <sighs> Why is this all happening to me? Why is this all happening? My wedding. Why is this? Oh, happening? oh, but Miss Betty leaves. Oh, he was Moochie. <laughs> oh no, and and Moochie's like, and oh, and will be. Basically tackles him. Tackles him. Okay, so now they gotta get. Now they gotta get to the park for the commercial. Yeah, because the commercial shoot is at noon. Yeah, and Wilby is still trapped in his dog. In the dog in the in, as the, in the dog, and uh, and he's going on like, I can't believe you're using me to make a quick buck. I mean, that's just so eighties of you. So okay, here's the commercial, and oh look. Wilby's doing three card Monty. Look at that. Oh, yeah, and and that's obviously a dog and not a guy in a <laughs> dog hand. No. Now he's like, now playing he's playing po- poker. He's like he's dogs play- playing poker. I dog love poker. this. He's playing dog poker, and he's got a full house, house, baby. A full house, and now he's, and now he's using a can opener. And he's got a shit. Oh, this is. You know what? This would make a very good commercial. This would be an awesome commercial. This would be a really good commercial. This would be a great commercial. Look at that! Uh, it even it even has the commer- it, it even has that sort of um sort of end commercial. Look, he's playing the accordion. And now he's playing the accordion. You you know you splice these together. You get they control. make a really. Good commercial. <laughs> and meanwhile, oh, there's Myron Carl in the uh, British cab again. Uh oh, gotta go. Uh, not he just the cr- karate chopped the board. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Now let's see how this baby wor- really works. Now they're gonna throw the frisbee. Wilby's gonna run after it. Myra's gonna say the incantation. Wilby's gonna make a jump for it, and he turns back into the uh, poor man's Tom Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> with, the fris- with the frisbee in his mouth. With the and frisbee in his mouth. The Lord's like. What's going on? What's here? going on? And now the dog's back in the in the car, and uh, we'll be, and Moochie's ba- like, and Moochie's, you back. "Moochie's like, you could have waited until the last shot." Yeah, forget that. We gotta get the ring back. Yeah. Oh no, wait. We gotta do the rehearsal first because it's almost two o'clock. But they bump into the car, not realizing. Oh, the dog and those two British people are in there. Yeah. Whatever. Now what? Okay, so they're getting back there. I told you we'd get back there. But here comes Myra and Carl again. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're back. Oh, uh, yeah. I because... believe they're back in the pumpkin house now. They're back in the pumpkin house, and Moochie and Wilby are at the pumpkin house. Looking for the ring. Oh, but here, here's the dog. Here comes the dog, who is an actual dog. Yeah. But oh, Moochie thinks Moochie that thinks he turned back into Wilby. <laughs> but no, this is an actual 
No, it's the, it's the actual dog. It's the actual dog now. It's not Wilby. It's the actual it's dog. It's not Wilby. He's taking the dog to the rehearsal. Oh, but and now Will- Wilby's, Wilby's over- still in the house. And he's overhearing all this And he's overhearing all of this. And he's like, oh, crap. Now I gotta do something, don't I? But now Moochie's having a tender moment with the dog trying to explain. Okay, we gotta explain to Betty about all this. No, we can't explain to Betty about all this. Except, well, that he doesn't say that because he's a dog. Yeah. He's not Wilby. You're a man, not a dog. No, he's a dog. And there's Betty. Like, where's there. Wilby? Oh, he's around. And Wilby is still at the pumpkin house, looking for the ring. So now Moochie's in the gazebo with the dog, trying to be like, come on, Wilby. You got to beat this thing. <laughs> it's... I mean, Why come on. What's talking to me? Why, Why aren't you, ta- you talking to me? Why aren't you talking to me, Wilby, damn it? All right. I'm going to explain the whole thing to everybody. Okay. Oh, hold on a second. And then there's a really heavy statue. A heavy that, statue. Wilby's arming himself with the really heavy statue, while Myra and Carl are taking Professor Plumkit's things. Stop. Yeah, things. That's a, I was like, drop it. That's a okay. statue. Yeah, but it's a really heavy one. Okay, okay. now it's 2.30. Betty is still waiting for Wilby to show up. And then Moochie explains everything, or at least tries to. Alright, I'm gonna have to tell her. Oh yeah, Betty. Mr. and Mrs. Fielding. Honored guests. This is Wilby. And they're like, what the hell? And Moochie's like, yeah. I know, I know guys, it's hard to believe, but Betty's fiancé is a fur-bearing animal. It's true. Hold on a second. Come on, say something, Will. Come on, fella. Tell her like it is. Don't hold back. Honestly, (laughs) he's crazy. They are like, what in God's name is he talking about? Why did... Betty's like, why did he have to humiliate me like this? And remember, Moochie still thinks that that is Will be the... No, sure. Wilby is holding a yeah, statue. Yeah, we know Wilby's holding a statue. British people. He's threatened, but he thinks that Mucci thinks Wilby's in the gazebo with him, but he's not. The one that says, "Are you? Sh- oh God, he didn't." Oh no! But hold on. Are you sure this is the ring? The ring that says "In Canis Compore Transmuto." And then all of a sudden, the dog's gone, and Mucci's like, "What happened?" I'll tell you what happened. It wasn't really Wilby, silly. And now no. Wilby is tied to a chair and muzzled. As the dog. As the dog. And Carl, and... being so stupid, didn't tie the bandana around his eyes. Look at that. Yeah. Because he's Carl and he's stupid. Because he's Carl and he's stupid. And now it's like, okay, this dog's going to make us a fortune. We need to sell him to the highest bidder. Or Laura, let's sell them to Laura. Yeah. I'm For prepared. $100,000 cash, small bills. 
I'll call in the morning and tell you where to bring it. $100,000 will be rich. That's a lot in 1987 money. Oh, that is true. Even though Carl is stupid, $100,000 in 1987 was a lot of money. And meanwhile, it's like, and Wilby's like, you're never going to get away with this. And Myra's like, we've already gotten away with it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Who are they going to believe? And if you call the cops, bye-bye ring. Yeah, and they're not going to believe you because you're a dog. So, whatever. Oh, it just so happens. Moochie already called the cops. Moochie already called the cops. Look, don't be taken in by their good manners. Search the place. I know he's in there somewhere. And Carl tries to, you know, get in their way, but like, Myra's like, no, do come in. And Moochie finds Wilby tied to a chair and says, my brother. But Myra says, no, he's a wild animal and he's very vicious. Why would the police believe that? Yeah, I know. I know in 2021. Yeah, the police, they're stupid. But I mean, come on. You go into the house. You know that these two British people, you obviously have to assume, okay, that's not right. You can't tie a dog like that. You really can't. You can't tie. I've seen enough episodes of Live PD to know this. You can't tie a dog up. I mean, even in 1987, these cows would have the common sense to not be this stupid. So, obviously... Yeah, Moochie's going, a, Moochie's going with, the, with the, to the jail. Oh, and it's just unbelievable. And then Betty's so sad. She's, she has her wedding dress, and she just lays onto, the, onto her bed. And then it's the next morning, and everything's being taken away. Because it's supposed to be the day of the wedding, and they're like, "Well, Wilby's gone nuts." So it's like, "Oh, there's there's no sense of having the wedding." But no. oh, Betty's like, "You know what?" After seeing a picture of her and Wilby, I'm like, "You know what? I'm not giving up. I'm wearing this wedding dress, and I'm gonna find Wilby, and I'm gonna figure out just what the hell is going on here." And oh, she puts on those sunshade glasses she has. And there's just one problem. What's the problem? She still can't drive. Oh, she still can't drive with a lick. Meanwhile, Laura's at her house negotiating for the dog. Remember, $100,000 in the Plumpkin house. No tricks. No tricks. Okay, so Laura's driving off. But Betty, she stuck her head and she sees the car. And now she's driving off. Moochie's out of the jail. Oh, but look what's happened. There's a guy who's delivering pizzas to the police. Hey, listen, here's 20 bucks. I just need to borrow your van. And then the pizza delivery driver's like, okay, sure, you can take the van. I don't care. But how's the pizza delivery guy going to get back? Who cares? It's a Disney movie. So Laura's in her car. Betty's in her car. Moochie's in a pizza van. And they're all looking for... Wilby. Yeah. And Wilby's trying to just get the hell out of there. It's like, don't you even think about it. And meanwhile, Carl's like, don't you even think about it. And he sees a suit of armor with a battle axe, so he's like, alright, let let's try that. 
Oh my! Oh, well, Laura pays only a thousand dollars for the dog. A thousand dollars. One thousand dollars. That's my. But she thinks this is a negotiation. No, this is a hostage situation. Laura would be a Laura would be a terrible banker on Deal or No Deal. Oh God! Wait, it gets worse. Oh, here comes Betty. Betty's all like, "Where's my Wilby?" And remember. Laura still thinks that Betty wants to marry the dog. And Betty still thinks that Wilby is... Is maybe cheating on her. Cheating on her. <laughs> so... Oh, but then... Oh, here comes the battle axe. Here comes no. the battle axe. It's, it cuts the rope. Breeze the dog. Everybody's going crazy in the parlor. Everybody's and going Wilby bites... Carl in the Puchinskis. <laughs> All right, so Betty's been kidnapped. Wilby's like, I gotta go. Yeah, and it. you know what Myra uses to threaten Betty? Oh, the statue. The, stat the same heavy statue. Oh, jeez. And, and he's like, meanwhile, Wilby's like, oh, God, I gotta find her. And then, oh, there it is. The famous shot of Wilby. He has the dog wearing the shades. Meanwhile, or is like trying to call somebody on the phone. I'm guessing will be as a dog. Just so, just so you know, will be as a dog, better driver than Betty. Yeah, but okay. Laura's trying to, I guess, call the police, and she notices will be driving off. It's like the dog drives too. Oh, but now here's Coral. Ugh. Oh boy. Oh. So, uh, Betty's riding with Myra, still brandishing a statue. And then the, there's... A we'll lethal driving, statue. And there's... We'll be following... We'll be following them. Yes. And then, okay, so while Myra and Betty and Wilby are chasing each other, there's the traffic circle. And then going to the traffic circle leading to the presser pumpkins house is Moochie in the pizza delivery fan. And then we have the chase going on. And Laura's escaping Carl. And then here's Moochie. Moochie comes, Moochie comes to the rescue. Laura gets in the van with Moochie. We need uh, no time for explanation. Just get in the van. You're like, I was in the jail. I gave the kid $20. Just get in the van. I was in the jail. I gave the kid $20. Just get in the van. <laughs> Okay, so so now they're into the chase. Okay, where's the ring? Oh, Laura has the ring. Okay, so Laura has the Laura found the ring. Carl's in the back of the pizza van. Carl's in the back of the pizza van, trying to stop Moochie from reading the incantation. And now the police is involved. Now the police are involved. This is a this is a this is complete. Mayhem, ladies and, and gentlemen. And then the ring is on the dashboard. The, the ring is on the dashboard. Okay, so we have the police chasing the pizza man, who is chasing Wilby, who is chasing Betty and Myra. <laughs> okay, so then Moochie reads the inscription while War is trying to hold the core. And then, oh, look what happened! The dog is now mysteriously in the car with Moochie and Laura and Coral. And, and now so, Wilby's now back as himself. 
They oh, all at this point we should notice that the dog can't drive. The dog obviously is can't drive. So now they're at. So now Wilby and Betty, they're like, I, Betty's like, I don't care. Let's just get married right now, okay? Uh and Carl, Moochie are in the pizza delivery van. And the police are Mucci, there. Moochie's like, I got insurance. Don't worry. I'll cover all the damage. I'll be happy to explain it tomorrow. So, yeah, watch watch Carl, okay? He doesn't know yeah. what he's talking about, about men turning into dogs and whatnot. He thinks he's a butler, too. Scary stuff. The human mind. Okay, buddy, come on out of there. Meanwhile, <laughs> Moochie gets Laura out. Laura's like, dog's quite a driver. And Myra's getting ticket after ticket after ticket. Probably going to get arrested, too. Maybe even deported. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe she'll get. Maybe she'll go on to another series with Judd Hirsch. Who knows? Maybe. How do we know she's not already on that series? Anyway, uh, so we're at a wedding now. Wilby and Betty are finally getting married. But they have no ring. Mushi forgot the ring. Oh, but hold on. He's got a ring. He's got a ring. He's got the Borgia ring. Not the Borgia ring. Which. Find the portion ring. Give me that. Okay. Gives it to Betty. But remember, Professor Plumkin willed the ring to Wilby, so I guess it makes sense. He eventually got it, so good on him. And they're married now, and everybody's happy. And and uh, Moochie and Laura finally agree on a first date. Which Yay. Is, uh, pizza? You like pizza? Oh, look who got the bouquet! And the bouquet goes to... The dog! The, the, dog. the shaggy dog got the bouquet! Who gave it to Laura? Because okay. oh. she's a real one. Oh, she, yeah. Cindy hey, Morgan. And, and, and the movie ends with them riding off of the limousine and Betty noticing a, an inscription on the ring. In Canis. In like, no. Oh, Wilby, it's a beautiful ring. And you even had it inscribed. It says, In Canis Corp. Betty! In Canis Compore. Compore. No. Don't finish that sentence. And that's your movie. That's the movie. <laughs> oh, that was so great. Mike, what'd you think? For us recapping the whole thing. Um, I can sum it up with a haiku. Oh, oh yeah. really? Right. Okay. Here we go. All uh, right. Cue the music. Oh, that's such soothing music. Oh, yes, Very it soothing. is. Very music. Okay. Shaggy Dog sequel. A dog lawyer wears glasses. It's no talking cats. <laughs> A talking, a talking cat. cat. A talking cat. What? A talking cat. A talking cat. Oh, hold up, guys, because we're not done. Oh God. Oh dear God, no. You know what it's time for? Oh dear God, no. It is time, people, for. Oh dear God, no. eBay Price is Right. Oh dear no. God. <laughs>
dear God, no. Okay, you ready for what you're bidding on, people? Oh, dear God, no. Mike, you're going to love this. Oh, dear God, no. You are bidding on a Don Russ Americana Cinema Store's swatch cord of Cindy Morgan numbered 87 out of 100. And I got this on eBay literally last week. You were ready that, for this, weren't you? That's right. I own this now. This is, so that, that so that is what we're literally bidding on. That is what you're literally bidding on. So Chico, you did such a great job recapping this with me. You're gonna get that's because I did the research. Well, that's true. We I needed a wingman for this episode, and I stepped. Uh, you needed a wingman, and I stepped up. That's right, Chico. You first bid is yours. Eight ninety-nine. Mike. Ninety-nine cents. <laughs> you ready for the price of this? Two dollars and ninety-nine cents. Mike ones. Did you see how quickly I came in there? I was that confident. <laughs> ninety-nine cents. The comp- all the confidence of a cat daddy. All the confidence of a cat daddy. As I see. As I see your cat, but noodles with the, the mouth wide open. It, it was her tryout for cannibal. Cannibal. Well, well, the return of the shaggy dog. This was entertaining as hell. <laughs> I don't know. It was no dog with a blog, that's for sure. No. (laughs) But you know what? For two glorious weeks in November of 1987, this was a thing on TV. (sighs) If I may ask a question, Greg. Yeah. Did you pick this because you remember seeing this as a little kid? Yes, I did. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Wait, wait. That's the reason I gave for uh, putting putting Saturday Supercade in my money in the bank. Hey, let's be honest. And you know what? You love the hell out of it. I love Saturday Supercade. Let's be honest. Return of the Shaggy Dog. This was more way entertaining than watching You Don't Know Jack the TV series again. No, just shut up. I'll, I'll pick a show for my childhood for next year then. Good. All right. Well, you can relive my Money in the Bank picks and Mike's Money in the Bank picks at itwasathingontv.com. Just be sure to get your dog with a blog off the laptop first. And while you're at uh, itwasathingontv.com, uh, perusing all of our past episodes, you can visit our socials, you can check in with our friends at Place to Be Nation. Uh, this week on the drop, we have... What do we have, Greg? Okay. We have, first off, we got Roller Games. What a great episode that was. We got the Wink Mortendale Interactive Games on the Family Channel. And, of course, we got the Minisode on the 1950s Wheel of Fortune version. Yes. Hey, if the 1950s Wheel of Fortune was at this time, I bet you maybe Moochie would have been on Wheel of Fortune. In the, for saving Wilby's life and the twice, shaggy dog. Twice! Twice! Because he saved him in the original movie, and he saved him in this. That's right. That is right. That is that correct. That is true. That is factual and true. 
And, and also, we are on YouTube, and if you're looking at us on YouTube, remember to like and subscribe and hit the bell in order to stay up to date with future entries. One of which is coming uh, later this week, and wow, this is going to be a long one. This is going to be a long one, I'm just warning you. This is a show that is obscure, I guess, obscure here, but it's kind of sort of well-known, I guess, north of the border, sort of, maybe? And in France? Yeah, in France. France. comes. It's not the Coneheads. We already covered that. Okay. But it does involve someone we already talked about in a previous entry. And one of the legendary actors of the silver screen. Yep. And you'll find out more about that in our next episode of It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Woo! Get in there, Elwood. Get in there, Elwood. Elwood, get in there. Boy, I don't know what's gotten into you, Elwood. You really made the Admiral mad. You know he ruined his flowers and everything? Now, I'll tell you something. You're lucky I don't spank you. Look, pal, stop this truck. Let me out of here, or I'm going to deck you. Elwood, after all I've done for you, is that any way to talk? You got a lot of nerve talking to me like... Elwood, how'd you learn how to talk? I started out with Gaga and worked my way up to Din Din. You can talk. Do that again. Say Gaga. Gaga. Say Din Din. Din Din. Now, what's the use? I don't believe this. Wait a minute, Elwood, listen. If you can talk like that, we can get into show business. We can make a fortune. We can get on TV, too. You can have your own talk show. Here's Elwood. Yeah. We can make millions. Now, of course, I want to be perfectly fair about this, so I figure I'll give you 10%. What do you think? Elwood? Hey, Elwood! Wait a minute! I'll tell you what, I'll give you 20%. You can have steak every night. Wait a minute. Hey, Elwood!